And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. All right, Yuki, can you hear me? I can hear you, Joe. Good. Levels. Can you hear me? Are your levels okay? I know we recorded with you in the past, and your levels are always kind of fucked. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm I'm always surprised when I feel good, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I guess that's a good point. When you have those little sparkly moments of not feeling like the world is weighing down on you yeah it used to happen more when i was a kid you know you wake up and you're like <laughs> thinking about all the stuff you get to do and but yeah, yeah i feel that way today for some reason where are you i am in my studio at home kids are with my mom who comes here on mondays and tuesdays to help out oh that's nice emily's working somewhere in the house Mom's in your bubble. She's in our bubble, and yeah, Emily's parents are in our bubble. So we have help. How is everyone doing in the family? Everybody's good. Everybody's healthy. Yeah. We all had like a little head cold yesterday, which was kind of weird. Wow. Yeah, and it went away like it was just a totally normal head cold, but it was like, uh-oh. <laughs> is this... Is this what it feels like? You're the first person I think I've met, or at least admitted they've been sick in the last... Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we just haven't been since being in quarantine. Yeah. You know, you, you're, we're not catching germs. How many fevers have you given yourself? Anxiety fevers. Oh, man. When this all started, I it was like uncontrollable anxiety, and I can't even pinpoint what it was. It was like the schools closed. It was just like the routine changing made it 
really difficult to understand what was happening. I mean, that that first month, I would be, I was just, I don't know. I bet every two days, I'd be like, hmm, I feel a little hot. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Taking my temperature all the time. Yeah, we were too. But yeah, it was scary. I mean, the first death in the U.S. was down the street from here at Evergreen Hospital in Kirkland. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that happened. People were calling our relatives from uh, the Bay Area. What's going on? You know, we were like, well, somebody died (laughs) really close Mm -hmm. to here. We don't know. I don't know. I just had this feeling like it was going to be way more serious than most people were considering it you know and what do you think now in hindsight about how serious it is yeah do you think you were accurate you think you were underestimating i don't even i couldn't even quantify what i felt i just was like like they were like schools will be closed for the next two weeks that didn't seem right um since this all started or or currently what's your day look like what are you doing with yourself well, oddly enough, I've been really busy working, mixing stuff, uh, like producing, playing keyboards and bass on stuff. Oh, um, good. Because it seems like a lot of people are just at home trying to finish music. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it was kind of surprising. I was like, oh, man, wonder what I'll be doing. But I've been pretty busy Good. Work, working on projects. There's some Shin stuff. and When the... When the marches and protests were rip roaring, I know they're still they're still alive, thankfully. Yeah, but thankfully. W- when they were rip roaring, were you on at near any of them? Virtually, I was on quite a few of them. I didn't attend, and I haven't attended yet. Um, yeah, I do want to. The kids and Emily went to one. They marched um, in Capitol Hill, and uh, yeah, that was, it's emotional, man. <laughs> yeah. Was that um, pre-chop or post-chop? Pre. It was pre, and it was seemed like it was really peaceful. It was a daytime one. I know the evening ones seemed to get a little more tense, with like more standoff style with the cops. And, right. Um, so, yeah. Um, have you, since, since BLM, social injustice movement, and all yep. this activity has started. Has there been anything that's surprised you that's come out of it, like a change in your behavior or um, a change in other people's behavior? Honestly, yeah, it made me really assess my feelings on all of this. You know, mm-hmm. it's always been sort of this latent, even thinking back to being a kid, like there was obviously a sense that black people and minorities were marginalized, but it was really hard to pinpoint what that meant, you know. But yeah, having all this happen, uh, especially during quarantine with nothing but time to think, you know, it's like, right? yeah, this is a huge problem That's that's been here for a long time. And I don't feel like I have an eloquent way to say it. It's just like, it's a huge fucking problem. And yeah, I hope, I really hope some really tangible change comes out of this you know i do too that's going to take time obviously totally. uh, with policy etc but that and a new president is that the vaccine i'm just I'm being facetious but man it's going to make us all feel so much better it really would man i mean when trump won it 
we felt this doom for a while, you know, there's been doom. And now this is sort of like, it's just an incredible I illustration of the doom, you know, <laughs> yeah. that, that we felt right. with the virus in the air and, and then complete denial of both the virus and racism right. from the higher ups, you know, it's like, this is textbook, literally like this will be in textbooks. Yeah. There was a fascist time when this virus thing was happening and there was an uprising and I hope there's a happy ending to that. Me too. I, I hope that's the case, you know, mm -hmm. rather I hope that good will come out of it and that this was actually, you know, we had to get here, unfortunately, and now we have to get past it. We finally had to face it. So, yeah. Yeah, we had to at some point. Other than the news, you've been reading or watching anything? Reading. I just started this Murakami book. Which Haruki one? Murakami, Killing mm -hmm. Commendatore. It's been a while since I've read his stuff, but he it's he creates such strange worlds. He does. They're it's totally wild. based in reality and everything's real, but there's some kind of like weird mist over everything, you know. I don't know. There's like a veneer to everything, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I love him. I haven't read that one yet, but Oh, I recommend it. Yeah. Um, the last one I read of his was The Running Memoir. Did you yeah. read that one? Cause you run. I did. I recommend that did one. Did I give to that to you on a bus? On the Maybe. Bus? I think I might have. I definitely read it on a bus, and I think it was a Shen's tour. Have you been watching a lot of TV? Or Not any a TV? lot. Um, in the evenings, we try to watch, you know, one episode of something. Yeah. Emily and I. So we've been yeah. watching this show called Outlander, which uh -huh. I'm not all the way proud to say I watched this show because it's, I don't know if you've heard of it. I haven't. Oh man. It's, it's uh very addictive. It's just a total soap opera. They're the same, the episodes follow a pattern every episode, but we're hooked. Yeah. We're watching that. We watch uh world of dance with the kids. They love that. It's like a dance competition. Neo and JLo are the judges. It's awesome. Did you have shows booked this year? They weren't booked necessarily, but um, my buddy Tomo Nakayama, who yeah. you might know, but or yeah. you know that I play with him. Um, we made a record together and put it out, and we were gonna we were gonna tour on it, and that is not happening now. Right. You haven't done any streaming shows or anything. None. Have you? No. Yeah, I don't think I, it's possible. Really? I don't Yeah, you'd have to pre record everything. I'm interested in doing that, like pre recording and then piecing it together, you know. Yeah. I watch members of Mastodon, Primus and no, I'm sorry. Coheed and Cambria, Mastodon and Tool do a rush cover last night. Yeah, and they were all they were separate? They were re remote? I think oh. that only <laughs> Danny Carey was the I, I mean, I think they were all playing, but I, yes, they, to answer your question, they were remote, but I think the drummer was the only one that was probably playing live. So they were playing along with him, but maybe they were lip syncing their parts. They had already cut it. Yeah. Sometimes I think I that's feel the like only way to do it. 
there are some people that are just great at that. You know, I see some and it's just like so awesome. I saw a Mac yeah. DeMarco remote thing. Uh-huh. Um, it was him by his pool. And then they had they had his piano player, I can't remember his name right now, playing with them, but I think he did it after the fact and then they yeah. mixed it. It was killer. It was yeah, so killer. I, I think choosing the right instruments to do that because obviously no one can do it together because of yeah. the internet airwaves have delay. Yeah. You can't play together. But I think choosing the right instruments to overdub is probably the answer to that. Well, I'd like to play a teardrop song. What do you think about that? Well, John Sortland is calling me. Can I put him on? Yeah, please. That would be good. Let's see. Hey, John. Hey, John. Hey, Can you hear? Uh, I'm on a podcast with Joe Plummer right now. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see if I can do this. Let's see. I think you have to put the other side of the phone up to the ear. Can I call you back, John? Sure. Okay. I will. Um, yeah, let's let's play a teardrop song. Why do you say we play a teardrop song? That sounds good. All right, let's play James. Here we go.
That song's weird, Yuki. And you like weird stuff. I do. I know that about you. Well, not that's not the right word. You like, I think unusual maybe is the right word. Yeah, I really like that song. I've been, me and Wilson have been dancing to it a lot. The reason it's called James is because we were going to have James Mercer sing on it. I love the overall sentiment and vibe of the record. It's Thank just, you. There's something about listening to it as a record that is delightful, actually delightful. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of sentimentality and sadness inside, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and I get it out through making sounds. Yeah. So that I'm glad it comes across. That honestly, joking aside. When did you and Swift do it? Or did you do it over it a long period of time? It was during that Shins tour that we were all on. Yeah. Okay. 2015, I think. No, that's not right. 13. And uh, yeah, when we were on break from tour, I'd go down to Cottage Grove to his place and we'd mostly mess around and go to Safeway and buy groceries. And, yeah. You know, you know how it is or how it I was. Love, I loved going down there. It was the greatest. Safeway and, then, and the Mexican restaurant. But then you'd always wake up the next morning and you'd, you'd realize you tracked quite a bit. Yeah. It never felt like you were working. Yeah. Ever. And you actually tracked good stuff. Yeah, we ended up doing that. Yeah. I mean, I always would leave Swift's studio haggard because he stays up so late. Yeah. I always felt a little drained driving back home. Just like, oh my gosh. that. But excited that you got something crazy awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that, that thing we made. That's great. Yeah. How about other music? Have you had anything on repeat in the last Dude. week or so in your house? So the other day I was painting the living room and I smoked a little pot. Oh, yeah, grass. And I put on Kind of Blue. Oh. And it was the vinyl version. And it blew my mind. Really? And obviously, I had smoking pot. But there was something about it that it was like, I have never heard this before. You know, it was like one of those moments. Um, And it really got me back into my hi-fi setup. Yeah. Which I haven't paid attention to in years. So anyway, it just got me on this hi-fi kick and jazz in general. So I've been listening to Coltrane quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of all of his stuff. A love yeah. supreme kind of rises to the top usually. It's just so good. That's one of my favorite records ever. I know you love jazz. I and I've always loved it, but I've never um it's never been my go to, but now like every morning I'm putting on some kind of jazz thing through my new hi fi system and I'm just like Oh man. This is the greatest. This is the greatest. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Uh, okay. Do you have any advice for people get to get through the day? Well, you know, I just, I know it works for me, so maybe yeah. that'll work for somebody else. Um, cold shower. Cold right shower. When I, oh, right yeah. when I get out of bed, jump in the cold water. Mm-hmm. Um, exercise, get outside. I try to sit and breathe for a while. People, some people call it meditation. I just sit and be quiet for a second. Um, how long? Just till I notice that I'm actually 
paying attention to myself, like my, my now, you know? Yeah. And that varies. So sometimes it's like five minutes I can get there. Sometimes I can't get there, but, um, I try to try at that yeah. every day. And, and I definitely notice if I don't try, I'm more easily agitated, uh, thinking too much about tomorrow and the next day. Sometimes I wonder if either people are more naturally able to just tap into that without needing to do it, uh, some kind of practice like that or if they're less bothered by anxiety but like i just have no tolerance for feeling that way you know so i i really try to work at it from every single angle that i can and it seems to add up to eh, like you know like it yeah. adds up to i can handle this yeah and it's not right. like it doesn't add up to some kind of holiness or yeah, yeah. not yet anyway hopefully right, yeah. one day but it adds up to, oh, I can handle this. That's good advice. <laughs> there you That's go. That's good advice. All right, cool. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. I appreciate you asking me to do this, Joe. We'll do and it. And I hope you and uh, and your family are doing well. Thanks, man. Likewise. Yeah. And I We're miss doing you. good. I miss you, too. Let's, I don't know. Let's. There's got to be a way we can hang out sometime in the near future. Well, this Somehow. was great. Yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks, man. I'll talk right, to you Joe. soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.